hello, 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 hi, 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 hello. This is a PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, I welcome you today to another episode of this fantastic show. Hello, hi, 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 hello, hello, hey. Hey, yo, 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 baby. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? You know, it's been a crazy week. Uh, most weeks are, anyway. I have been taking small jobs here and there, just doing stuff to keep me busy, paying the bills. I, I went lumberjacking <laughs> with my neighbors. I can't see you lumberjacking, but uh, They were doing most it? of the sawing. I was doing more of the hauling of the wood, picking up you. tree trunks and shit. That shit's heavy. It is. <laughs> yeah. Loading it up in a truck. I haven't done anything like that in a few years, but I remember it being very intense. Yeah, there were a couple trees that my neighbor wanted to cut down, and his uh, his brother came over with a truck to carry off the wood. And yeah, it was uh, about a good four or five hours of work. Nice. But it was like when there was snow on the ground and it was really cold yeah. outside. So yeah, It yeah. was cold yeah. recently. And now it's like 60 degrees out. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. Weather Whatever. is a little bit out of whack yeah but yeah that, that was fun i i threw a lot of logs piled some brush on the burn pile <laughs> felt really sore the next day yeah i can imagine <laughs> but yeah what you been up to same old stuff just hanging about mm. lance drones today oh also i had just the most crushing thing happen at work you know because i work till five and it's fucking 4 57 yeah and i'm like all right it's time to wind down i'm gonna finish this last thing that i'm doing yeah I'll, i'm almost done boom all of a sudden the program that i work in to do modeling it pops up and it's like this window cannot be open error 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 it just kept flashing and i've seen this happen before and sometimes it'll close the whole program sometimes it'll just close that window you're in yeah and because i fly back and forth between like different like uh building plans pretty much mm -hmm. and every time i click on a new one it opens it up as its own little thing yeah so it could just close that one i'm like please just close this one please just close this one no it shut the whole fucking program when was the last time i saved 4 30 so I just lost a half an hour of work that I did. And I'm like, you were kidding me. And it's like five o'clock. I'm like, fuck this shit. And I just shut my computer down. I'm like, I'm going home, man. That's a depressing end to my day. Mm -hmm. I hate when that happens. But whatever. So that's how my morning will start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Just redoing everything that I did before. And hopefully it doesn't crash on me again. Yeah, that's a, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is a bummer. No other um, way around it, but yeah, it's it's a little bit more active on the video game front than usually is this time of year. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's it's been a week. Uh, I there there's uh, there's the big obvious thing that happened that everyone knows about. Yep, Apex Legends. Yep. There Before was a we video get to game that, announced and launched, and we played it. Since last time we recorded. <laughs> yep. And yeah, that just doesn't happen very often, uh, especially at this time of year. Sometimes you see that, I don't know, other times of the year, but not, it's it's early, man. It's like, who? 
I hope this does well. We'll get. To, we'll talk a little bit more about Apex Legends. That, that'll probably be the last game each of us talks about. Yeah, we'll probably save that. Uh, but other than that, what have you been playing? Keeping up with that Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I only got to play Kingdom Hearts once since last time we recorded, and I mean it was for a few hours. But uh, yeah, I mean the game game is enjoyable. I am part of the way through the Tangled World. Um, which is fun to play through. I mean, it's beautiful to look at. Music's cool. Combat's fun. Um, you know, it's just something that I wish they did is allow you to have like a map that you can pull up and see the whole thing where you're at. Cause it's a little confusing at times in that world, just where I'm at, where I need to go. Uh, if I wanted to go backwards, it's a little, a little weird because the worlds are a lot bigger in Kingdom Hearts three, whereas in one and two and say Birth by Sleep, they were a lot more condensed. There was maybe only a handful of areas, so you knew how to get from one area to the next pretty much by memory. But these areas are a little bit bigger, um, so that, that's just one thing with it. But I think combat's cool for sure, and and these characters are fun to to be around and. Uh, the story is picking up a little bit. Uh, I also have I have access to the Toy Story world, but didn't go there yet. I'll mm. go there next after this. So kind of basically you go to the first world of Olympus, then the next world, and then it kind of opens you up to, uh, you know, you get to pick between the two, which is cool. So when I went to the Tangled world, uh you go through the gummy ship missions. Yeah. Gummy ship missions improved in this game, but man, they're still not the greatest. So I, I was on my way there and you can get in these kind of like slip streams that you go in and you go real fast and all sorts of shit. And I'm just flying to the next one. I'm kind of almost where I need to go. And I'm like, I get in this. I'm probably there like pretty quick. And all of a sudden this mammoth of a boss pops up. And it's like this heartless thing that they call like a, I forget what it, what it was, like something flower. And it just opened up and it had like six health bars. And I, my gummy ship is not uh, very uh, upgraded at all yet because I've only done one travel at this point. And so I'm having to fight this boss and it was just so fucking frustrating. And I, I, I knew what to do. I just wasn't powerful enough to really take him down, in my opinion. And so I died maybe half the health left uh, in the boss, and I had to start the whole journey over again. And I'm wow. like, this sucks. And it was like a random encounter, too. At least that's what it felt like. Like, I didn't see him at all. Because the other combat encounters, like, you get to choose it. You, you, there's an icon there that says, if you want to fight shit, go fight shit right there. Um, so that was frustrating. So then I just went a totally different path this t next time and I didn't run into anything and uh, it was fine. And I built myself a really dumb gummy ship. Like it's fucking stupid looking. Um, I saw so I a <laughs> picture of a gummy ship and there was a dog at the center of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit you can put in it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, though, to me, the gummy ships were never, ever, like, fun, and they never found a place in Kingdom Hearts to me. 
And yes, I know they're improved, but that that's just frustrating because I just want to go to the next world. I want to see it. I want to explore it. I want to find the characters. I want to learn more story. I want to beat the shit out of stuff. I don't want to be in a fucking gummy ship. I don't want to have to, you know, fly and fight this giant boss and die and start all over again. Like that stuff just sucks, dude. Um, so that was kind of my, my journey there. Um, yeah, but not, not too much extra with that right now. So just looking forward to playing a lot more of it because it is a neat game. I think I'm about almost six hours at this point. So other than that, I did play some Assassin's Creed Odyssey and just did a, a chunk of that game. Some more story stuff. Uh, fought a gigantic wolf. Oh, like how big are we talking? Like fucking huge wolf. Like take a normal wolf. And multiply it by like twice its size. Okay, like it was as it was taller than me as a character. So it's it's a cow sized wolf. I'd say even bigger than that. Bigger than a cow? A little bit, yeah. Huh? Like it was f- like a buffalo sized horse. Maybe buffalo, yeah. I mean, buffalo sized a uh, buffalo wolf, not sized horse. <laughs> Why am I thinking about yeah. horses? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, oh, it, it was a huge wolf, and it was a pretty intense fight. And the wolf kept bringing out all of the wolf babies, and I slaughtered all of them. Ooh. There was all like right. fifteen dead wolves on the ground. Sorry, uh, was it Peta or whatever? Mm. Uh, it's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, this wolf was trying to kick my ass. And, uh, but I kicked it. Nice. So some of those animals. Is there a reason to any of that? There is a big quest line. You talk to someone early in the game. Well, you talk to them and then they say, go kill this giant boar, Mm -hmm. this big old hog. And that's what I fought a while ago. And it kicked my ass and it was like super intense. But then I killed it. And then she's like, here, here's eight more quests throughout the entire world. And the world is huge. So when I'm near one, I, I'm like, I have fucking I'll go do it. I like I killed a lion and this wolf. But do they explain why they're huge? No, no, oh, okay. not really. They're just like, yo, we saw this huge yeah, fucking yeah. animal over here. I, I go fuck with it. That I probably could read the text in the quest. Maybe that describes some of it, but I don't. I haven't read that for these quests specifically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're fun to take out for sure. They're just like little mini boss fights, but animals. Uh, so I did that. Um, did a few more story quests and ended up getting into. Uh, so it's free DLC. They've added like completely new quest lines for free and i ended up running into one and i'm like hey fuck it i'll i'll go through the whole thing and it was actually really well done i mean the quests were kind of a little fetchy and not not uh the greatest and most exciting but the story was actually a lot more interesting than i thought like basically this village thought that i was like a god pretty much Hmm. and it, it ended up ending in a really interesting way it just kind of goes along with a lot of other side quest chains especially the longer ones uh, in this game are just really well written super well written so now i found another one because there was another one uh, not too far away from me uh involving some actors and so figure figure out what that's all about and do that and then move on i gotta go compete in the olympics great 
Yes. Just yeah, yeah great. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what that's all about. Um, that game trucks along, dude. It's fun. Mm. Um, so I played that. Those two things. Trying to think what else I played. That's about it. Okay. That I can think of. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about the other thing you played later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been going back into Ace Combat 5 because that came along with my pre-order of Ace Combat 7. It's an old PS2 game ported mm-hmm. to PS4. Still looks like a PS2 game, but it runs smoother. <laughs> uh, those games have just the most batshit insane stories, and I love it. I just can't get enough of Ace Combat. Why didn't they do six? They did six. Uh, six was brought forward. I think that was a 360 PS3 game that they uh, brought okay. forward. That's also available on PS4, but that came with the Xbox One pre-order. Oh, weird. Yeah. Although that one isn't in the same timeline as Ace Combat 7, so kind of Xbox owners, yeah, you got the newer game, but you didn't get the one that's connected to this game. Yeah, it's like getting Kingdom Hearts and never having another Kingdom Hearts on the the console, but you're getting the third game, which is actually like the 10th game. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Xbox players getting a little shafted sometimes on that stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... It's whatever. They're good games, regardless of what timeline they're on. There's There are a few bad Ace Combat games. Uh, I can think of a few Assault Horizon. or Those Assault Horizon games are just terrible. Uh, are, is that like a spinoff brand? or? Yeah, it's... I'm not sure. I don't know if I remember this correctly. There's an Ace Combat one that's... Helicopters? That's just terrible. Whoa. People hardly recognize that as an Ace Combat game anymore. That doesn't even sound fun. Yeah, it's not. Um, But yeah, I'm having fun playing old PS2 games. Yeah. Uh, I'm also having fun with the 2015 game, Kerbal Space Program. Oh, right. Launching Kerbals into space. Yeah. Collecting some science experiments. Have you been successful? Um, So I've... Yes and no. Uh, I'm playing in the science mode where you have to collect science things to unlock new parts. So you start off with some kind of like not good space parts. Like you can't really even leave orbit or leave. You can't even establish an orbit. You can't leave the atmosphere with some of the parts they give you. Mm. So you just fly, do some experiments in atmosphere and in new biomes that you try to land on. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm to the point now where I could establish an orbit, but there isn't really a reason for me to because I couldn't build, with the current tools that I have, I couldn't build a reliable ship that would escape orbit and then come back. Yeah. So I could, I am working towards building an unmanned aircraft or spacecraft that can orbit uh, Kerbin, which is th- this game's version of Earth. <laughs> Kerbin. And then have it do scans and send science data back about the planet Kerbin. So you earn more. Science is like, (laughs) science is a resource that you use to spend to research new parts. And yeah, it's fun. It's got a fun loop. I might jump into sandbox mode where it just gives you everything and then see what I can do. Go to the sun and back. Mm -hmm. Can you? 
Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. Wow. You can, yeah, the whole solar system is available to you. Wow. There, there are other planets with their own moons and stuff that you can orbit and land on and take off from. That's pretty cool. Back. Yeah. That's cool. Like, I am very much a beginner in Kerbal Space Program. There are some people out there who have done some awesome stuff, mm-hmm. like established space stations, where, because you can have docking spacecraft and stuff like that, wow. which takes some really precision flying up there. And just, yeah, it's, right. there's a lot of things to it. And it's, yeah, Kerbal is a great game. Uh, I've also been playing more Yakuza Kiwami 2. Uh, played probably another two chapters since I've last talked about it. They go some places, as they do with a lot of uh, <laughs> Yakuza games. I'm not. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Kiryu goes on a date with somebody that you wouldn't expect him to go on a date with at all. Mm. And yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's really. It has a lot of cool story beats to it that you just don't see coming all the time. Right. I, I really like those games. I I want 3, 4, and 5 to come to PS4. I thought they were working on 3. Didn't they announce that? I think, like, yeah, I think Japanese they're working thing. on 3, but I just recently saw that 4 and 5 went on sale for on PS3. Yeah. So I don't know if those are ever coming forward or if they were just trying to be like, hey, y'all are on this Yakuza thing. How about yeah. you? Buy the PS3 versions of these. If Sega's smart, they will. Um, just because I feel Yakuza's really become a lot bigger over here than it was mm-hmm. when those games originally launched. So. I mean, it, yeah, it it's hot. And that, that studio, I forget what the name of the studio is, but they're coming out with their new Judgment yeah. series. So it, it would be nice. Like it, We're already getting a good introduction to their style of games, and I think people are going to dig that and... Hopefully, uh, Judgment does well, and they can continue right. making games in that style. Uh, but I hope, like that's gives them. I hope Judgment gives them the uh, leeway to say pour resources into bringing those games forward. And I feel like it would be less resource intensive for like, especially four and five. They're PS3 games. You can probably. Yeah. It's not really a whole remake that you have to do like they've done with Kwame and. Yeah. It is too. probably tricky to get a game running on cell architecture well you just bring over the, x86 but you, mm, yeah but then they've uh, i want to see if you just do the dang thing yeah you happens. just do the dang thing yeah you just make it happen you just copy copy and paste save as ps4 done mm-hmm. you know that's all you gotta do yeah i look there are PS3 games that were brought forward to yeah, PS4. Absolutely. It's not I'm impossible. Not say, I'm not saying it's uh, impossible. I think that's probably the biggest challenge. Yeah. But at that point, like, the graphics they probably have, look all right. They don't have to, like, rework a whole bunch right. of things. They don't have to put it in a brand new engine. Exactly. You bump the resolution up. You do all sorts of stuff. You, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see those games come forward. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. And I played some Dust... Well, last thing I was going to say, I think it would be smart to make a bundle sort of thing of, you know, for $60, you get all four of the games on PS4, or maybe you get Yakuza, Kwame 1 and 2, or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It'd be smart if they did, like, some triple pack or sort of thing. We'll see. 
And if they're smart, they'll make these uh, forward compatible for the next uh, generation of consoles. Yeah. And just re-release them there if that's a thing. Yeah. Or maybe they won't have to. Yeah. Let's hope they don't have to. And Sony does it for them. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll see. More on that later. Uh, I've played some Destiny 2. I'm up to 616. Whoa. I'm falling behind, man. Yeah. Caught up. It's definitely more of a grind right now. Yeah. I think I was at 6.15 or 6.14 last time I talked about Destiny 2 here. Are you doing any Black Armory stuff? Or have you, have you bought uh, that yet? yet? I haven't... St- I, need to, I need to see if that stuff is doable solo. And if yeah. not, I need to find a crew to do that with. Yeah. Which shouldn't be hard. I know people out there who play Destiny 2 on PS4. I just need to reach out to them. But that involves talking to humans. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a thing you don't have to do in Apex Legends. No. The game that was announced and launched, and we've played this week, a new Battle Royale game from Respawn. Yep. In the Titanfall universe. Yep. Yet it doesn't have Titanfall in the name. And there's no Titans in the game. There's no Titans in the game. No wall running. Apex Legends is kind of a lame name for a video game, but Absolutely. we'll give them a pass because I think Apex Legends is rather good. Yeah. I, I I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I've officially deleted Fortnite from my console. <laughs> uh, I'm playing it on PS4. It's available on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. They're working on cross-play. Yep. It's not out there yet. They did say something about, I think it's cross, like stuff you buy won't be able to go across, I think, which kind of stinks, but they said like uh, everything was set up a long time ago and it would be like a shitload of work to save to Mm. change it all at this point. Who knows if that'll happen in the future, but still, I mean, cross play. That's exciting. Yeah. I... I really like Apex Legends. I think it does a lot of smart things. Yeah. And I, I guess we should talk about what this game is, even though people might know, might not know. Apex Legends is a squad-based battle royale in which you pick uh, these characters called Legends, which have different abilities. Uh, it ha- They each have two abilities and a passive ability. Two active and a passive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these abilities work with each other and they have roles each of the characters kind of has a role and it makes sense that this is a squad based game I think there's a lot of cool synergies that happen between characters and stuff like that that make it optimal to play in squads and the way they've built the game to work without verbal communication is probably the best thing I've seen about this game not that's not to discredit the rest of the game I think it plays and it's designed very well I think the level is the map is really good uh, but yeah the tagging pinging things just ping anything you can ping enemies ammo weapons yeah location suggesting locations. locations yeah uh, the way it deals with jumps yep having a jump master. So you don't really have to communicate with someone. You can just suggest a location, just follow the jump master. Yeah, and you're not all, you know, choosing a spot, but then one makes it and the other one's bucked up the the launch, so then they don't land there, and then you're separated, you know, you all mm-hmm. land together, yep. which is smart. Yeah, and, and I, 
Yeah, I, I'm having a lot of fun with Apex Legends. I've played probably about seven hours of it. Uh, you won. I won a match. I won the second ever match I played <laughs> yeah. with a group of people, a group of random people that I wasn't communicating verbally with. We were just purely going on the ping system, and we won. We wiped out 18 players. Yeah. Which is almost, almost a, third a third yeah. of the of the yeah player count, which it's 60, 60 players dropping in. That's 20 teams of three. Yeah, it's. I think it's good. I like the weapons. They're the Titanfall weapons. I think the attachment system, the colored attachment system, and how the inventory works is really good too. How it automatically yes. attaches the compat the best compatible parts and yes. doesn't let you replace stuff with worse parts. Yes, the inventory system is so smart. I think it's better than uh, Blackout mm-hmm. for sure. It's just easier to understand. You know, they really dumbed it down and made it made it simple, but made it effective at the same time. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about how that inventory system works is how if you want to replace a weapon, it'll automatically transfer all the attachments that are compatible yeah. to the new weapon yep. and not keep the attachments attached to that weapon. It'll drop the attachments separately, the ones that aren't compatible. Right. I noticed that as well. That's one of the things in Blackout that pisses me off the most is when I replace a weapon, I'm like, no, I have to pick that weapon up again, go into the pause menu and detach the attachments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Although all those changes just make it flow really well. It makes it uh, very easy to understand very quickly, you know. And another thing I think smart is the um, respawn mechanic. Yeah. Uh, so if you die, I can go over to your box pretty much and I can pick up your shit if I want or I can also pick well, up your tags. Well, it automatically picks up your tags when you yeah, go to your teammate's exactly. box. And I can pick up your tag. And now I have your tag and I can go to a respawn location and bring you back, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So... Uh, it's not like a special game mode like in Blackout, you know. It's it's an actual mechanic that I could bring my whole team back if I if I can if I could, mm-hmm. which is very smart. Um, I think the hero stuff is is cool. You know, I, when this game was first announced, I was like, okay, respawn, making a battle royale, and they took the titans out and they took the wall running out. What's the point? The shooting's good in Titanfall, but the Titans and the wall running is what makes it cool. I don't understand. I, I wasn't very hyped about it, but then hopped on, played with you, and after a few matches, I was like, this is balling. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fucking rad because of the hero stuff, because of the pinging system, because the map is enjoyable to play on, um, because the, the shooting does feel pretty damn good like it, it's it's got a lot of really great things about it for a battle royale and just very it doesn't recreate what a battle royale is it just totally improves upon it with some really smart things mm-hmm. to me um we got really close yeah twice man yeah. We, we got a third place finish uh and then we got a second place which was super depressing mm-hmm. but we were like pinned down by like the circle we were stuck in this little hut yeah yeah it sucked we got gassed out but that match was really awesome because uh 
Was that the that yeah that yeah, was, that was the, the one where that guy wiped a squad yeah. while we were both down. He wiped yeah because we ended up in this bunker and we got a ton of good stuff, but then we went to we got into a fight, took this team out. We we were kind of hold down this little uh, hut, and then it was like okay, we loot these guys. All right, there's another team right there. Bam, bam, bam. We took all those out, and then bam, there was another one. And and you and I were both down. He took out how like so many fucking people all by himself, and then still managed to save us. Yeah. And then we ended up running back in the bunker, just waiting to see what happened to the circle. Another team showed up, and then we kind of shut the door, and you gassed him out, yeah. and cut him off, and. Holy crap! That that match was super super intense, and the circle was small. There were still like what four teams left, four or five teams. Mm-hmm. Like there was still a decent amount left, and it was like nobody was shooting anybody. But yeah. the circle was still kind of small. It's like, oh boy, all all hell's about to break loose, and then it did. And fortunately, we didn't make it to the top. But damn, yeah, it's. Ah oh, man, I, I think this game is so yeah. so smart at a lot of things. I yeah. think each I think the map is really stand out. It's probably my favorite. It's my actually I'm gonna say it right now. It is my favorite battle royale map I think uh, so. because I th- all the areas feel like different multiplayer match arenas. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you're in Call of Duty or you're in PUBG or Fortnite, and there's like oh there's houses here, but this doesn't look like a designed multiplayer arena. Whereas I think a lot of the areas in Titan, in Apex, I said Titanfall, in Apex <laughs> Legends feel like Titanfall maps, where oh, some man. of some of the areas have zip lines that go across, yeah. and it's, yeah, yeah, I think it's really really awesome. Yeah, and and like some of the things like telling you where high tier loot is mm-hmm. or what zone is hot, you know, just smart things like that. The the the, the one thing I'll say about this game is that, um. The map is beautiful, but sometimes it is super hard to see another player, mm. uh, especially off in a distance, just because I feel like they blend in a lot in into the the surroundings. It's a lot of, I mean, there's there's some grass and some greens and stuff, but a lot of browns. Well, there's um, a desert area. Yeah, but uh, th- that's my one thing of like, I'm getting shot at. And I can kind of tell where, but I can't fucking see anybody mm. because they're just totally blending in. Uh, it's not an overly, you know, big gripe, but that's just one of my things because mm. that has happened. Yeah. I think the way it does progression, I think, smart too. And it's not like it's a completely brand new system. It's all experience-based. It's based on what how you do in the match, survival time, kills, all sorts of stuff. If you, oh, and that, that brings yeah. to another point, the bounty system. Yep, like, the kill leader, finding yeah. the kill leader or the uh, champion. from Exactly. Like, so at the beginning of each match, it'll highlight some person who did really, really well in their last match. Yeah. Usually whoever won, like someone who won their last match. Right. And they'll be worth extra experience points if you manage to kill them. Yeah. And then throughout the match, that changes depending mm-hmm. on who's left and who has the most kills. Yes. And we were up there that match that we finished second. Like, mm-hmm. and, and they had these banners. They're all over and they're huge. And sometimes they're just in little houses in the corner or whatever. And you, you can see your names on there. It's like, here's this person, that person, that person. Go kill them. Go find them. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's one way to level up, which is a very interesting idea. But then, you know, it, it's not like I, I think the leveling up in Blackout is a little too 
difficult sometimes. I it's mean, totally time. Well, okay, so there's the black there's the there's the uh, black market stuff, which is totally time based. Yes, so that's for cosmetic stuff and all that. But then there's this ranking system, the merit yeah. system. Yeah, which the merits you only get by kills or winning or finishing in uh, top. Or doing or challenges for yeah. blackout. And sometimes that you know you you'll play forever and you might not rank up because mm-hmm. maybe you don't get a kill or you don't finish high in the match but this is based purely on a lot of things that you do which i think is smart and then every level you get a loot box and it's very much like like overwatch in, mm-hmm. in that way and i i don't think it's a bad thing at all uh, you know this game's free the the one thing is there are two additional characters that you can either grind for or just outright buy um but other than that, and it's those all cosmetics. Those characters aren't necessarily better than any other characters. No. They're just different. Yeah, they're just two additional characters, and it's not like those characters totally break, you know, the balance of the game if you don't have them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so there's that. Uh, but other than that, it's just cosmetics. Like, yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad way to fund a free video game. Mm-hmm. Like, you can play this game for fucking ever and not spend a single dime. You know, so I, I think that's a smart way. I just I like the progression system, and it's nothing new. We've seen this before in a lot of different games, but it just it's something that makes you feel better. It makes you want to play more because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I'm close to a a loot box. I might get some cool skin for my uh, hemlock or this hero that I really like, and I'll play one more. Fuck it, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas, you know. Blackout might be a little bit more frustrating if you're looking to purely level up merit-wise. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I Yeah, it's, and it's not like... I feel like there are some people out there who saw this game early, who saw the monetization model early. Who saw it was EA. Who saw it was EA, and then just decided to not really think about it and just spout absolute garbage about this game. And I think that's totally unfair, because I feel like this game is as fair as microtransactions get. They post the yeah. odds for their loot boxes. They do. Like, it, they do everything that they should be doing. They're doing the right things. And, yeah, it, I'm just saying... Maybe there's some influencers out there who shouldn't be getting early looks at games if they're going to just trash them yeah. blanket policy because it's EA and it has loot boxes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really fun game to play. Mm-hmm. Like, to yeah, me, I, it doesn't set the world on fire. It's not the greatest game I ever played, but it, it's a game that, you know, we played it for like four hours and I enjoyed every second of it and I want to play more of it. You know? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and I think the whole squad-based thing, you mentioned it earlier, though. Like, there, there's no way to play solo. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you just pl- jumped and then said, fuck you guys, I'm not playing. But Which like, is a dick move. Yeah, but you're stuck in a squad still. Um, and I was kind of like, that's a weird move because every Battle Royale has had solos, duos, and squad or quads or squads, whatever the fuck you want to call it, mm-hmm. at least. And this is just three-person. But I will say, can we just ban three-player teams from all multiplayer games yeah it's 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 such an awkward well, number yeah. <laughs> 
it's a little bit inconvenient but i think for the balance of how the characters work i think it makes sense yeah I, i mean i could see if you had a fourth it could really break shit um but still three is such a weird number sometimes yeah, I, but it's yeah. It's I, I I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I think they make they they knew that they had to solve problems with nonverbal communication if they were going to force squads yeah upon random people interacting on the internet. And uh, yeah, this is one of the few games where I don't mind well battle royale games where I don't mind playing with random people because there is yeah. a way to communicate without having to deal with who they actually are. Yeah. I mean, I'm more willing to play this game because I'm in a squad and I can communicate, um, you know, without actually talking to them than I am to play solo in blackout or mm-hmm. Fortnite. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just not really a solo battle royale player. I like playing with friends Yeah, and, but because I'm I'm in a squad, you know, it could be, it's more intriguing to me. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it, this game is doing well. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's, yeah. It's, I believe you pulled up a stat, 10 million people have played it already in 72 hours. Yep. And then there was 1 million in its first eight hours. A million, con- it hit a million concurrent viewers, which, I mean, players, which is more than Counter-Strike. Yep. And only a little bit less than Dota 2. Yep. And then uh, two and a half uh, million played in the first day. Yeah. As well. So, game has had a lot of success right now. Uh, I'm curious on the long term. Uh, not only Respawn supported the game, they said they're going to launch like a battle pass in March, mm-hmm. and there's additional heroes yeah, there's that are a, on the there's way. There's a I actually have here in one of the articles a road. There's a oh, yeah. year one roadmap here for Apex Legends, uh, battle pass set to release in season one for March. Uh, we assume that's yep. like other battle pass games. We've seen battle passes in games. Yes. Uh, and then in June, new legends, which I assume you'll be able to either pay for or grind for. Yeah. Uh, in September, season three, there will be new weapons. And in season four, which is in December, there will be new loot available. Cool. So yeah, they they are being pretty transparent here about what they plan to deliver throughout the first year of Apex Legends. And I can see myself playing... You know, we talked a little bit earlier this year about what our most played games of the year might be this year. Apex might be up there with what, maybe like, because it has like it has a thing that I'll come back to like I'll come back to Apex Legends and play yeah like like I think between this and Blackout it's like these are the two battle royales that I want to play and honestly I'd probably lean a little bit more towards Apex Legends right now just because uh, I just like its progression a little bit more mm-hmm. and I like its squad mechanics I think it fits really well and also there's that just because it's free and anyone can download it. Just that kind of just ease of access thing also makes it a little bit better. Like, it's easy. It was, you know, when we play a lot of Fortnite, it's easy to just say, let's play Fortnite because it's free. It's right yeah. there. We boot it up and boom, we're in. Yeah. Our bum-ass friends don't have excuses not to download this game. Yeah, I mean, and they could, and it's free. You know, whereas Call of Duty had to buy it and, you know, actually pay into it and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to downplay Blackout. I love playing Blackout. Yeah, Blackout's but good. I just think there's some smart things about Apex Legends that uh, make it a little bit easier to get into, I think. You know, one of the smart things about 
Apex Legends is probably the fact here that EA had no hand in the development in Apex Legends. Yeah, which is fascinating to me. Uh, basically, Respawn really had to pitch this game in a way. Mm-hmm. Like they said, uh, this wasn't a game they were expecting. I had to go to executives to show it and exp- show it to them and explain it and not convince, but more. Hey, trust us. This is the thing you want from us. Hmm. Yeah. I find that kind of fascinating. Yeah, I, I mean, I could understand EA's reluctance to put out a free-to-play game. I, I feel like they'll be like, why are we giving this game out for free? Yeah. Because it's EA. They'll be like, we should get money for everything we do. Yeah. And I don't... They had to... There has to be data out there. There's obviously data out there. How about how about look at Fortnite? How much money it fucking made? Yeah, it's free to play. It's free. So yeah, there's there's definitely evidence out there, and that's just something you have to leverage when yeah. you're pitching a game like this. But interesting to me that EA didn't say, "Hey, we want you to make something that's sustainable like this," because Respawn totally could have been like, "Hey, Titanfall three, a game that's probably out, and then no one like Titanfall two, no one talks about it uh, like three or four months later." Yeah, and it's interesting that, you know, if EA didn't have a hand in this game, then they didn't have a hand in the microtransactions either. Like, Mm -hmm. that was, had to have been purely Respawn's idea of, hey, this is how we're going to fund this game, this is the system, this is what we're going to do, we're going to make it fair, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas a lot of people go, EA, microtransactions, this game has both. (laughs) There we go. But, yeah, kind of interesting. Because Apex Legends seems like a, when when you look at it now, it's kind of a I don't know how to really put this. In a way it's a no brainer. I mean there's certain things about it like the name, um, maybe and in when you look at it on paper and going, No Titans, no wall running, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that in here? But there will be uh, a character who can wall run. At some point, I think. Because you see some of the some of the DNA of Titanfall two in Apex Legends, oh, yeah, especially absolutely. with the the grapple hook character, the yep. robot. I forget what his name is. Yeah. Uh, I forget what a lot of the legends name are. It's, I don't know. That that might be a problem. This <laughs> is not <laughs> memorable is characters yet. I I wonder how they'll expand upon that because right now there isn't much story build up around the characters. No. I wonder if they'll go the route of Overwatch and try to build that. those characters up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them are, are neat, though. I mean, we didn't really talk too much about the actual characters with like Wraith. Oh yeah, Wraith is character. the one that I won with. Yeah. I, I kept like, I kept flanking with shotguns with Wraith, and it was just so good. Yeah, because you can kind of uh, turn invisible for a little bit and move your position. Bam, right there, mm-hmm. uh, and you can set up. So each character has an ultimate ability, like, like Overwatch, and you can set up with Wraith like these portals mm-hmm. to go through. I think placing the portals is a little strange. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't it's feel like, right. Mm. I because I fuck it up all the time just because I'm like. Ah, I don't really know what to do, but, uh, a Bangalore is pretty cool. You have mm-hmm. this fucking like grenade launcher thing. And then your ultimate can call down a, uh, airstrike. Well, your grenade launcher is a smoke grenade. So that should be, <laughs> Oh yeah. Yes. That should be, it's not an extra weapon. A lot of the, uh, abilities aren't, I don't think any of the abilities actually do damage except mm-hmm. maybe caustic's, uh, mines. He sets traps, mm-hmm. uh, the, yeah. Yeah. But then the robot guy, you get the grappling hook, and then you get a zip line mm-hmm. that you can place down. Um, there's a healer. 
that. There's a guy who puts up a Titan shield dome. Yeah, which is cool. I like the whole um, knockdown shield thing. Yeah. Like, so when when someone knocks you down, you can actually hold up a shield to protect you from getting taken out. Mm -hmm. And maybe your teammate can save you and all this stuff. Also, before we move on to some other things. I, I think we should just share when we landed on that dropship. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So if you're playing Apex Legends, just do it once, land on the dropship, because it's fucking intense. It's, it's, it's like hijacked in Blackout or um, the towers, whatever the fucking they were called in Fortnite. You know, just the hot area that everybody goes to. And this is, it's this dropship. And it's, you know, you drop out of the ship that you're in and there's another one you can go down to and everybody's fucking landing there. And it was just total chaos for yeah. a while. I went down. You, and then there's this bug. Yeah. And you just miraculously started to save me and it bugged out and we literally just we fucking, stayed in place while the ship yes, kept moving. Exactly. And it's, we told our buddy to jump <laughs> off. And we felt there's yeah. no fall damage, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. So you're healing me in midair, and then we both fall to the ground. Our buddy just jumps off, and then we regroup, and everybody then ended up falling off, and we're fighting on the ground. And yeah, that, that, was, that mm. was an intense moment. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was fun, though. I hope they keep that bug. <laughs> I hope so too. It, it it's a, it's a bug that is honestly really fun. It, and if you didn't uh, try to revive me, we would have died, probably, because yeah. I didn't have a weapon at that point. Um, I was, was out of ammo. Yeah, and there were so many other dudes like that. That totally saved us to let us survive a little longer. Um, yeah, mm. it's fun stuff. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I look forward to more stuff from mm-hmm. Respawn, see what they do. Yeah, also kind of related to the, the EA thing is that uh, they got asked why just announce it and make sure it's out. And they said that um, basically they felt that marketing the game would have been like more difficult, like like a lead up, like traditional mm-hmm. marketing campaign, because people would be asking, "Where's the Titans? Where's the wall, wall running?" And it could kind of go south and have a little bit negative reception. Mm-hmm. So they said, "Fuck it, let's just put it out." Which I think, and is also a it costs less to do. to do it that way. Yeah. You don't have to pay for advertisements. They said the strongest thing about the game is to just let people play it. So we're just going to put it out. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very smart move on their end. Yeah. It's yeah. Hmm. The only potential bummer about this is the fact that Titanfall three is not currently in development. Yeah, which is weird because a while ago EA said that Titanfall three is in development, but I guess it was and then pivoted to this. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I I listened to but, an interview uh, that was done with some of the with one of the lead designers on Apex Legends. And they said that uh, they were exploring this idea uh, right after Titanfall 2 was out. Uh, they had basically half the team sustaining Titanfall 2, and then they were like, hey, let's uh, let's test this thing out and make the map as big as we can and uh, drop as many players as we can in it and test it from there and see what happens there. Uh, I I'm not sure like what they meant by what EA meant by Titanfall three being in development. Maybe they just assumed that uh, since maybe they 
weren't communicating well with respawn but i i'm not sure if titanfall 3 was really a thing yeah who knows but we know now that it isn't at least right now it 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 isn't a thing Mm -hmm. uh i hope it is a thing at some point i hope apex legends makes them enough money to fund a titanfall 3 yeah and I think Titanfall 3 could be an excellent game because Titanfall's very fun to play. But then also, like, Titanfall 1 didn't get a fair shake. It was stuck on Xbox One when Xbox One launched. And, and then they sandwiched Titanfall 2. Yes. So, like, the franchise has never really gotten this great shake, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just it needs its own time and own dedicated uh, thing so I, I hope it happens one day because also I really enjoyed the campaign of Titanfall too. Oh yeah, I, it was great. I thought it was fun, and I would love to see another campaign from these guys mm-hmm. in that universe. So, well, Titanfall three isn't happening. There are rumblings that we'll get a premium Titanfall experience yeah. later this year. That's. Pretty, uh, I don't know. Pretty shadowy. That not nothing really. We don't know much about this, but it's going to be something in the Titanfall universe. It will cost money, and it will come out this year. What could this be? Yeah, because there, Respawn's also working on a Star Wars game mm-hmm. that's coming out this year. Yeah, they reconfirmed that's still coming out this year. And what could this be? What? Yeah. Mm. Respawn launching three video games in a year. That's kind of kind of weird. I I wonder what it could be. I wonder if it's a VR experience, a Titan VR mm-hmm. experience, or just a totally different take on gameplay in a Titanfall world. Maybe it's some smaller smaller maybe campaign thing or multiplayer only title that's just a totally different thing like it's not a first person shooter Mm -hmm. basically maybe maybe there's that i don't know is it well they plan to launch a premium game to me that means that it's something totally new and wouldn't be say a big add-on or store something to titanfall 2 Mm mm-hmm like to me, this is some brand new. I, I just don't know what what it could be. I, I I would imagine unless it's a VR title, you don't launch two first person shooters in the same year. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be weird, especially in the same universe. I I, I don't know. It's going um, to be a VR prequel to Titanfall. Maybe, but then that limits the platforms you're on. Yeah. So I I don't think they'd do that. Yeah. Um. It yeah. It is. When it's a collectible premium, card game a titanfall collectible card game maybe you pay to get your first deck <laughs> i mean when you say premium game that's not a mobile thing either to me you don't know what they mean by that maybe in know. premium just means it's a paid game rather than a free-to-play game yeah maybe premium isn't what you necessarily think of as premium who knows what words mean <laughs> yeah no no who could say but basically Respawn's going to have a hot year. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm interested. Like a very in, busy year. Yeah, I'm interested in what this is. I'm super intrigued by what this Star Wars game is because we literally know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. 
I imagine we'll learn more uh, maybe around May when Star Wars Celebration is. I think that would, that would make sense. Um, and then uh, a lot more at E3, but... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. unfamiliar with this uh, Star Wars Celebration in May. What, what's this all about? Are, are you being sarcastic or serious? It's like a Star Wars... Uh, con, you could call it if you oh, want. Okay, like it, like it's all dedicated to Star Wars, and they make they make a bunch of new announcements and stuff there, and it's for the hardcore Star Wars nerds. Great, so, I'll and be I sure to they, avoid it. Yeah, <laughs> why why don't you go, dude? You'd love it. I think it's in London this year. Oh, great! They, they hop around. An excellent chance to go across the ocean to. Yeah. Dress up as Spock and go to a Star Wars convention. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It should be exciting. Um, I wonder if uh, Apex Legends is going to show up under this free-to-play games list for February in the PSN top downloads. We have January's top downloads lists. Yeah. Very curious what February will look like. But first, we have to get through this. How about you read us the PS4 games from 10 to 1? Number 10, Battlefield 5. More on that later. Number 9, Minecraft. 8, FIFA 19. 7, Red Dead Redemption 2. 6, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. 5, Madden NFL 19. 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. 3, Grand Theft Auto 5. What? <laughs> 2, Resident Evil 2. And number 1 is Kingdom Hearts 3. You motherfuckers failed me. Why is Ace Combat not on this list? You all are cowards. Sorry, dude. And you're beneath me. Sorry, dude. Ace Combat is supreme. You have all missed out on an excellent video game. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> Sorry. But why the fuck are people buying Grand Theft Auto V? I know. Like, Rockstar puts out their new video game, and people still buy GTA V. <laughs> crazy um but yeah it's great i mean great to see kingdom hearts 3 and resident evil 2 on there this game sold well and uh kingdom hearts 3 was only out for three days yeah Top probably a lot list. of pre-orders i'd imagine yeah definitely definitely uh, we've got vr games here surgeon simulator coming in at number 10 number nine firewall zero hour Eight Arizona Sunshine, seven Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality, six Farpoint, five Until Dawn Russia Blood, four Super Hot VR, three PlayStation VR Worlds, two Job Simulator, and number one Beat Saber. Sweet. You know, I really wonder how many units all these games, these VR games, sell every month. They won't put number. They'll never. I know that. I know they won't. They put numbers next to these. I know. I know they won't. At least not here. I am curious. Um, free to play. I'm not going to read the whole list, but Realm Royale is number one. Yeah, that's Instead another free to play battle royale video game that has different things. Yep, different mechanics to it. The Vita list is kind of the same. Yeah, as it typically is. God of War Collection is number one on that. Mm. You got your 4K surreal sunset theme number one for PS4 themes. And the PlayStation Classics has the same games as typical. 
But uh, I don't see anything too? Yeah, uh, uh, Resident Evil maybe. Co- yeah. Code Veronica X might be the yeah one different thing. And number five, Bully is number one. All right, that's not it for numbers. If you're curious about Kingdom Hearts three, more specifically, it is they've shipped. This isn't necessarily sold through, but shipped five million copies of Kingdom Hearts three. It's awesome. Trying to see what that means on here in relation to other games, but I'm not seeing necessarily any data. It is the fastest selling Kingdom Hearts game in the series. Okay. Which is yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, obviously that fan base is very hungry for this game. It's been in development for a long time. It's just been a long time since it was supposed to be a thing, and they have shown that love mm. well with millions of more copies shipped comes Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. with 23 million copies Ooh. shipped that's pretty awesome wow it's a lot of video games yeah that's a lot of uh, hours people are playing Red Dead Redemption 2 because goddamn, that game is long <laughs> I would love to know how many copies of Rockstar video games were sold in 2018 all of them <laughs> classics GTA 5 this it's pretty impressive but 23 million is good that's definitely more than Red Dead Redemption I think that game sold a 13 million lifetime so and this game's kind of just getting started so we'll see what it gets up to um, definitely won't hit GTA 5 numbers to me but, well, it depends how they support a Red Dead Online. We'll yeah, see. I guess like, that that is true because that is the one thing that's really kept GTA Five alive. Mm-hmm. But I could see a solid like thirty-five million, maybe for this game hmm. lifetime, maybe thirty. Okay, I don't know. I think that would be a pretty respectable number for what Red Dead Redemption. What if what if, is. What, what if it gets what if it's available in the next generation of consoles? Yeah, who knows. It, it, Probably will be. <laughs> it, ta- it took too fucking long to make this game for them to just put it out once and say see you later. Hey, you at know, least they put out a game. Online. Yeah. Unlike, uh, it sold many millions more than EA has sold Star Wars games. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Quick bet. What's out first? Rockstar's next game, presumably GTA 6. Or the Elder Scrolls Six. Bully too. You think they're going to make <laughs> not a GTA game, dude? I would fucking love if they made a Bully too, but I I highly doubt no. that. Uh, I think Elder Scrolls Six comes before GTA. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because Rockstar is going to be stuck in their own bubble for ten years this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're supporting two online video games right mm-hmm. now. Who knows if GTA Online ever goes away? I don't think it does. It just I don't prints think it money. Does either, yeah. Don't know. Ah, but EA, Disney, Star Wars. Apparently, Disney thinks it has a good relationship with EA, saying that they'd prefer to license games rather than publish games themselves. Even though, I don't think. <laughs> EA has done a very good uh, job of actually releasing games. Uh, we'll see, here's a quote here. 
from Disney. We're good at making movies and television shows and theme parks and cruise ships and the like. We just never managed to demonstrate much skills on publishing side of games. We've found over the years that we haven't been particularly good at self-publishing at the self-publishing side, but we've been great at license the licensing side, which obviously doesn't require that much allocation of capital. So I guess Disney's just content that the license is getting paid for, uh, even though EA... I wonder how much EA has to pay in licensing for games that they don't even release. Like, they're working on games. They have to be paying licensing fee to use Star Wars assets. Yeah. Even if they don't release games. And I'm sure there's a financial clause in there for games that they actually sell, but to actually even work with Star Wars, they probably have to pay money. Probably. Yeah, it's a little bit of a shame to to hear that, obviously. Yeah, they're just but. I feel like this cements the idea that EA is just going to have Star Wars until EA decides that Star Wars is not good for them. Which sucks because I, I just still wonder they talk about licensing games, but like look at what they're doing with the Marvel games and, and how that has been paying off for them. Yeah, they're letting different studios would, work on different Marvel yeah, stuff. And I yeah. I, I know like EA they make money. Star Wars Battlefront games they sold well. You know, but imagine that with more than just EA. Yeah. You know, that, the, the uh, amount of developers that could make a great Star Wars game and and really make a lot of money out of it. Yeah. I, I I'm just curious how much EA is paying for exclusive rights to the Star Wars license mm-hmm. as compared to like what other studios are paying for like just a license to publish a Mar- Marvel game. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Sticking with EA here. And a little bit of sad news. Battlefield 5. Not meeting sales expectations. Sold 7.3 million copies, which is a million short of what they expected. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is much of a surprise. I feel like um, 8 million might have been a, uh optimistic look at what Battlefield 5 was going to sell, especially considering that it got delayed into a more competitive period. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it would have done better if it maintained its uh, release date. Uh, right. But also, they probably would have done better if they didn't go from World War One to World War Two, because go, doing those two back-to-back just seems like overkill on historical uh, stuff. It's just, I don't know. I feel like they made the wrong move in what what they were bringing to Battlefield. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's. I'm curious if Battlefield sticks around. I feel like that's one of the things that EA could be like, uh, well, hey, Dice, let's not make any of those Battlefield games anymore. Let's utilize this. Let's go full time into the Star Wars license and actually make a good Battlefront game. Maybe. I, I, you know, because Battlefield, it's been going so quickly for so long now that I just wonder if they. They need to take their time. Yeah, if they just pump the brakes just a little bit. Just do what Ubisoft did. Just take a year off from making anything, really. Yeah, and it. 
it would make more sense too if they're going to keep trying to do a story component to their games. Uh, like they had their war stories, but that seems like a half-assed attempt to make a campaign. Yeah, I feel like the, and I I don't mean this like I, I I'm not just throwing shade at them for the sake of it. It just seems like those broken up smaller story components don't really work as a sing as the single player component. It's like that's something you'd see in like an episodic game, like having these small stories. And maybe that's what they do with Battlefield. The next Battlefield is going to be an episodic single player thing. Right. And it's going to cost less money. Who knows? I I would like to see a bad company done that way. An episodic bad company. Yeah. But that's not what they're going to do because it's EA and they want to sell a big box thing. Right. I'm trying to just find Battlefield 1 sales because I know it definitely sold way more than Battlefield 5 mm-hmm. did. And I'm, I'm for some reason having a hard time finding it because I know I've seen exact things. But this article I'm looking at here said that Battlefield 1, uh, when it launched in, what was that? That was 2016, right? Yeah. Um, had 21 million players by the end of the quarter. Which, that that's not exactly sales, but, you know, that's still a good indication of where that game was. I feel like that game did sell well. And this is now two video games in a row that DICE m- failed to meet sales expectations. Because Battlefront 2 definitely uh, fell short of that. And for good reasons, there was a lot of controversy around that game. And it wasn't, honestly, the greatest game when it launched either, you know. I just worry on dice a little bit. I just, I just feel they're they're slightly they. I know they have multiple teams, but they just feel slightly overworked a little bit. In that they just need some time, man. Just pump the fucking brakes on some of these games. Give them an extra year, you know. Make them truly great games. Truly something special. You don't need something coming out every fucking year. I know there's Call of Duty, but fuck them, you know. Make your own money. And also, it's just this reminds me of. Uh, Square Enix, when Tomb Raider launched, the first, yeah. the Tomb Raider reboot of like, that game sold really well, and they're like, not enough mm-hmm. at all. And this is like, the game sold 7.3 million copies. Most games would kill to sell that many. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, not good enough. I mean, I know it's an expensive project. It's a, you know, one of their uh, key franchises, and they they depend on it to make a lot of money for the year and a quarter and everything, but still, 7 million copies is a lot. <laughs> they just expect everything to sell FIFA numbers, which is just ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, they, they said that, you know, they prioritized single-player content over getting their Battle Royale, Battle Royale out, um, and that could have hurt them a little bit, and Maybe, maybe, uh, but I think when you're EA prioritizing single player content makes you just look a little bit better when, you know, the public doesn't see it as such, but at the same time, Battle Royale is so hot right now that, you know, maybe, maybe you should have put that out yeah. in time. Also, I, w- I wonder how much, I guess it doesn't matter, I'm trying to think, because this game was on, has been on sale so many times. Yeah. You know, they, they have not sold this game at full price. So I wonder if that affects 
anything just dollar wise for them. EA reported that they had a uh, they a hard third quarter. Basically, they they did not perform the way they wanted to, and they're really banking on Anthem and Apex Legends to uh, pick them up a little bit to end their fiscal year. Well, I'll say I spent 20 bucks in Apex Legends to get the <laughs> two new characters, and I have some leftover coins that I mm-hmm. might just... I'm not sure if I'll throw them at uh, loot boxes or if I'll just wait for the new characters to come out to help pay for those. Mm-hmm. I don't have any qualms about uh, putting money into Apex Legends. It's a free game that I'm enjoying a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe if I'll toss them a few it, bucks here and there. Why not? Um, but I don't know. I think EA needs to be hurt financially a little bit, Mm. you know? I mean, obviously I think they've been hurt perception wise with like star Wars battlefront two really bad, but um, just the way they've dealt with the star Wars license in general. Right. Like they, they need a kind of a, just kick in the ass to just perform better, do better. And we'll all win at the end of the day. Um, but they also said in their financial, reports a lot of financial reports this past week um that they 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 basically reconfirm uh star wars jedi fallen order and then also said there's a new planets versus zombies game coming out great fantastic and then need for speed what yes why are they going back to need for speed i don't know give me burnout i know fuckers Dude, when? God. Seriously, when is the last time Need for Speed has been awesome? I not this generation of consoles. No, not at all. <laughs> that I mean, they they really have fallen on their face with that franchise. Unfortunately, I think a couple of them were good last generation. Yeah, but yeah, it's man, man, give me burnout, damn it. Do it. Do the damn thing. Give me a traditional burnout game with crash junctions and... Oh, my God. Why not? Come on. <laughs> Give me what I want. I know. Sometimes that's just this video games. Just do the dang thing, man. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, it's easier said than done, obviously. <laughs> but also, some decisions are like, hey, just make this decision instead of that one. Mm-hmm. Because we all know where the need for speed road leads, and that's not where your financial numbers expect them to. No. God, that last one was bad. Yeah. I mean, they they filled that with literal slot machines like you're gambling. But, um, yeah. It was awful. It was just awful. Not a good good game. Hmm. And then there was that, uh, that FMV one. I think it was oh, just called God. Need for Speed in like 2015, I think that was. Oh. Like, oh my goodness, no. <laughs> was that the first one they put on? No, they yeah. had Need for Speed Rivals on PS4 before that, right? Right. I think that one was like, all right. But that was um, one that was on PS3 and PS4. Yeah. I know it had some like online issues when it launched and everything, but damn. Mm. We'll look that up. I'm just going to look up Need for Speed games and... Really yeah, I'll move us on here while you look that up. Uh, maybe these Need for Speed games will be playable on the PlayStation 5. Because there's a rumor out there 
Uh, I'm just going to read this straight from Game Informer here about a patent for the PlayStation 5. The patent suggests that the PS5 would be capable of running software from legacy devices, i.e. PS4, PS3, and so on. This is what occurs with tech that would trick the legacy software into believing it was being run on the legacy device. This process being is coined as processor ID spoofing in the patent. Uh, just how far back how far back the backwards compatibility would go is unclear, especially since the PS3's architecture is notoriously difficult for this. This is part of the reason as to why PS4 never received backwards compatibility and instead led Sony to create the PlayStation Now to access the backlog. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really, really, really have high hopes for this, but yeah. I'm trying... I don't... I have high hopes, but I don't expect shit. I know. That, that That's the thing. Uh, it, this sounds too good to be true, to be able to play any ps playstation game just pop a disc in there yo dog you play it (laughs) but maybe i mean if they filed this patent they're obviously thinking about it Mm -hmm. and they're thinking of how to get it to work so hopefully uh but also like companies they patent shit all the time nintendo is like notorious for that shit patenting shit that they never fucking use yeah it's yeah they just do it man but man i think PS4 would be relatively easy. It would be easier than PS3, probably. I feel like PS3 I think would PS2 be the PS2 and PS1 one. you could probably do pretty easily. Yeah. Because P- like, they did PS2 and PS1 accidentally when they made the PS3. Right. Maybe not accidentally, but it wasn't something they were necessarily thinking about or promoting. Right. Yeah. I would imagine PS3 is the trickiest to do, for sure. The, the one thing that I wonder on, like, ha- putting the disc in is rad, and Microsoft did that with the Xbox One backwards compatibility, but they also did the digital as well. Like, yeah. I, I would hope that moves forward. Yeah, I imagine it would. let me have my digital games yeah. playable. Yeah, I, I imagine it would, but man, it's just... This would be a fantastic world to live in. <laughs> because you know what's going to happen... If it doesn't happen that way, I have a whole digital library that will become pretty much, well, I'll still be able to play them on my PlayStation 4, but if it's not compatible with PlayStation 5, that means I have to hang on to my PlayStation 4 to still be able to play those games. Yep. yep. And who and knows when that thing will die. I still have my launch PlayStation 4. Yeah, you do. And it's still working. Yeah. It's chugging along. It's work. It's working. <laughs> it, I probably need to clean that thing out. It's probably got cat hair and shit uh, in it now. Yeah. But it's still working. It's really... I I am surprised and satisfied with how durable my PlayStation has been because it's moved many, many miles, many different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good console. I think all of them have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've all been very sturdy and, and reliable. Yeah. So, I mean, I still have the monster VCR Xbox One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, I'm excited for the next generation consoles. I hope we hear something this year. Oh, we definitely will. Absolutely. Well, well. Uh, okay, how do I get into this? I don't know. There are some announcements that aren't 
consoles, but they are video games. Mm-hmm. Video games being announced, such as remasters of Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. They're getting... Yeah, it's coming out uh, on March 29th. Assassin's Creed 3. Is Assassin's Creed the bad one? Yes and no. Um, It's definitely not the best. Or is that Freedom Cry that I'm thinking about? Freedom Cry was good. Okay. Actually, that that was DLC for Black Flag. Okay. But it was a really well done story. Uh, Three is the American Revolution, and Connor was very boring, very forgettable as a character. Uh, they ended the Desmond storyline in a really strange way. Like, they just didn't need to do it. Didn't um, they just kill him off? Yeah, pretty much. And then, uh, to me, the gameplay was fine. The world was fine. Uh, but there wasn't, like, a lot of cool shit to climb. Uh, there was the whole front... There was, like, this frontier, which was neat, but wasn't, like, super-duper exciting. Uh, the story took forever to get going. And then they, like, it was a cool story, but they also just really, really shoehorned in American history moments during the revolution and characters just because they could. Mm-hmm. And Assassin's Creed is best to me when the history and the setting is just kind of a background. You know, and they tell their own story and those characters just interact with it. Like, they really put you in the middle of it. And I'm like, yeah, not the best. Mm. But it's fine. All right. Well, speaking of remasters releasing on console, we have a collection of what I call classic RPGs. Um, we've had Pillars of Eternity. We've had... Divinity Original Sin coming. But those are kind of more modern stuff. We can go back to the roots now. Because games such as Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragonspear, Icewind Dale, Planescape Torment, Neverwinter Nights, all those games coming to console this year, I think it said. Yeah, this year. Uh, so these games, especially some of the older ones like Baldur's Gate, uh, have been remastered for modern PCs and stuff like that. Um, but now they're coming to console. I'm curious how they'll be received because these games are... Uh, I haven't really looked into it, but in my experience, they are very difficult to play on console, just the way the interface works. Um, but I, I'm curious to see how these perform because these are like... These are old games. Baldur's Gate is an old game. It is. But these games are like the... These are like the core of like the Western RPG. Like this is where it started like in many ways. And I'm curious to see how people will or will not like these. Because I I have a feeling that console players are not going to have the patience for some of these classic RPGs. Mm -hmm. Because these are like at least... 80 hour long games yeah they are some old Bioware games I remember playing Baldur's Gate 2 back in the day in Neverwinter Nights playing some of that uh, with Brandon yeah I can imagine remember, he remember seems that guy, like that kind of guy he was all into it That that's what him and his dad would play those games all the time and I just remember playing it with him 
at times. They're neat games for sure. Um, interesting being published by Skybound Games. Mm-hmm. Skybound Games uh, is part of Skybound, who creates like the Walking Dead comics and stuff. So it's a interesting partnership. Yeah, I yeah it's yeah. We'll see. Those more. are those are coming later this year. We don't have any specific dates yet. More RPGs for you to play. More yes, more RPGs for me to play. They're coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Some of these old games on Switch. Okay. I know this is a PlayStation podcast, but that might be the place to play. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Especially if you can do motion controls and have a cursor. With the motion controls. Mm-hmm. I know you can use the DualShock 4 as a motion control too, but that isn't very precise. Yeah. Ah, but that isn't out yet. We do have new games that are out this week. Curious to see that... Well, this is published... This The drop here is published on like Saturdays or something like that. Friday or Saturday. And uh, Apex Legends is not on this list because it was announced and released on the same day, which was Monday. Uh, but we have games here. You want to talk to us about the first one here? Yeah. Access Denied on PS4 and Vita. This is cross by. Access Denied is a puzzle game where personal data is locked away in protected boxes, calling all safe crackers a puzzle game. And wait, let me back up. Calling all safe crackers and puzzle game lovers from rotating dials and putting numbers and other commands, your work will be cut out for you. Mm. Next is Ages of Mages, the Last Keeper. The kingdom is under attack, and the princess has been taken. Ages, the Last Keep. Ages of Mages, the Last Keeper is a TPS beat 'em up game for up to four players, local co-op. Can four mages assume the responsibility of guardian and reinvigorate the ages of the mages? Dude, I man, that Jesus just pisses me off. Yeah. To say. Uh, next up is Away Journey to the Unexpected. Welcome to the Feel Good FPS, a colorful adventure combining action, negotiation, and roguelite elements. Befriend and play a large variety of quirky characters, all against the backdrop of the anime theme soundtrack by. Kazuhiko Narus Naruse Close enough sure. Naruse uh, Next is a VR game Crisis Brigade Oh boy <laughs> Crisis Brigade is a virtual reality action first person shooter that lets players take on the role of a SWAT trooper and deal with the hostage situation in a bank robbery Hi That was a weird pause Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird pause. (laughs) You got the highest rates at the Academy. It's time to prove it. Next up is Elk Simulator on PS4. Challenging elk hunting. Take it to another level. Hunt in one of the three world venues to include the United States, Canada, and New Zealand in search of trophy elk. Who's going to be the next elk hunting legend? Mm. It's not what I was hoping for an elk simulator. (laughs) Oh, well. Next is Evoland Legendary Edition on PlayStation 4. 
Evoland Legendary Edition brings you two unique RPGs with their graphic style and gameplay changing as you progress. Full of humor and references to classic games, the Evoland series begin uh, series brings a truly epic and extraordinary adventure. <laughs> this next thing I don't want to ever play. Fear of Bugs, the fear experience on PSVR. Oh. Our laboratory conducts various researches on fear. The research is fear resistance to cockroaches. You are exposed to the fear of various cockroaches in a closed space. Can you f- bear the fear of cockroaches until the end? I don't want to be don't know. Can cockroaches. I don't know. That sounds like something <laughs> that we got to do now. I feel like I could. I couldn't if it was spiders. Spiders freak me out. Dude, I found a huge spider on my bed today. No, 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 no. Not on the bed. It was about no. the size of a nickel. No, 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 no. And I pointed at it to my cat, and my cat killed it and ate Ew, it. Ew, okay. Well, Jesus. Mine almost destroyed the house because she saw a stink bug for the first time. <laughs> Literally, she was jumping up on everything trying to get it. It oh, was man. pretty bad. We had to take the stink bug outside because it was getting too much. <laughs> But yeah. Next up is Glass Masquerade, a PlayStation 4 game, an artistic puzzle game inspired by Art Deco and stained glass artisans of the 20th century. Combine hidden glass pieces to unveil clocks and themes exhibited by various cultures of the world at an interactive electronic show. Next up is God Eater 3, PS4 Digital... You can buy this in a store if you wanted. Set in a post-apocalyptic setting, it's up to your special team of god-eaters to take down godlike monsters devastating the world. With an epic story, unique characters, and all new god arcs in Aragami, the latest evolution in action is here. There are just too many. There are too many games on this list. Yeah, there's a lot. Mm. <laughs> We've got a VR game up next called The Mage's Tale. The corrupt wizard Galfroy has kidnapped your master, and only you have any hope of saving him. Explore ten deadly dungeons, decipher mind-bending puzzles, avoid terrifying traps, and vanquish hordes of vicious monsters in the breath in breathtaking VR. Next up is Melbit's World on PSVR. Well, PS4. PSVR. Yeah, PSVR. Uh, the cooperative puzzle platformer game that will equally charm and challenge your friends and family. Communication and coordination are the key to success in the Mel Bits mission. Mm, well, here we got Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game too. Oh, shit. The official Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship game is back. Live, live the life of a pro with updated career mode. Test yourself in the compound. Manage your events and attract new sponsors to earn fame and unlock new content. Ooh, new content. Monster Energy Ask Me Anything Supercross Championship Game. Mm. Pipe Push Paradise is the next game on PS4. Pipe Push Paradise is a challenging plumbing-based puzzle game. You've arrived on a lonely island faced with a hero's calling. Rise to the occasion push pipes around and restore this paradise to its former glory. Dude, that's such a tease. Such a tease. Such a great title, but oh, man. (sighs) 
Ooh. Well, next up we have a pro fishing simulator available on PlayStation 4. An authentic sport fishing simulation for both beginners and avid anglers. Explore the most beautiful fishing spots in the world and reel in the best catches by combining technique and the best official equipment. Oh boy. All the simulators. Next up is Rage Room. <laughs> Not going to lie, that font made me think it was a Crash Bandicoot thing at first, at first glance. Mm-hmm. God, it makes me think of a board game. <sighs> Thinking of... Sorry? No. no he, there was like a mouse involved. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm playing it. Whatever. Maybe I'll try to find it. Welcome to Rage Room. Leave your day behind. Let loose and release your rage. Every last bit of it. With over 50 weapons to fuel your fury, our test dummies won't know what hit them. Or at least until they gain sentience. Oh, mm. shit. That's on PlayStation VR. Sounds great. Next up is Riot, Civil Unrest on PlayStation 4, Digital, and Retail. Riot, Civil Unrest is a riot simulator that places the player in the heart of some of the world's most fractious clashes. Ooh. I think I remembered the game. Hold on. Uh, Mousetrap. Did you ever play Mousetrap? I, I never played Mousetrap. All right. It was fine. Wasn't the best. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is Shanky, the vegan's nightmare. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> PS4. Shanky is a joyful meat grinder, and Mince is its movement force. Swallow up everything you can and collect meat cola to stay on the move. And remember... There is never enough mints, so keep grinding. Why does it? Why is its joint an eight ball? Dude, I don't understand this guy. Oh god, he's got like this crank on his head. Well, that's like I guess if you're grinding. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, that's, yeah. I can yeah, understand okay. a meat grinder having that, and it has the yeah. Hmm. What the? F- he's got weird shoes on. Man, what the fuck? Are those right. boat shoes? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, dude. Let's move on. Whatever. To Spike Volleyball. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> this is the last game on the list here. On PlayStation 4, Digital and Retail. Spikes, blocks, floaters. Master the skills and tactics of indoor volleyball with 50 men's and women's national teams. Spike Volleyball draws you into realistic action of one of the most complex and spectacular team sports played today. Some hot sports things out today, or this week. You got the Elk Simulator, the Pro Fishing Simulator, the Spike Volleyball. Damn. Mm. Um, you could listen to a, uh acoustic live album from Metallica if you wanted to. I had to check that out. You could watch this weird-ass Robin Hood movie that I swear was only out like a month or two ago. Yeah, it, it seriously, it was. It kind of bombed. But it's out on PlayStation Video now, yeah. and you can see why it bombed. You could uh, watch Overlord, which seems neat. It's mm. like a Nazi zombies movie, pretty much. Okay, cool. Uh, in the Nutcracker in the Four Realms from Disney. 
Fantastic. I saw something wild, but it doesn't surprise me at the same time. Disney was the highest grossing movie studio. Unsurprising. But they only put out 13 movies last year. The next closest was like Warner Brothers, who put out 49 movies, and they weren't even close to Disney. Pretty crazy how much they dominate the box office with so little films. At the same time, doesn't surprise me because they have huge properties, but Nutcracker and the Four Realms, I don't think, did as too well. Not something I would watch, though. Yeah. Well, uh, we have... Well, if you bought Anthem on Origin Access Premiere on PC, you'll be able to play it next week. Or you'll be able to have a 10-hour trial or 10-hour uh, initial experience if you bought uh, the Origin Access version of it. Uh, mm, yeah, hmm. I, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Related to this, I forgot to put this in the news, but EA may have teased a PS4 version of EA Access. Wow. So that might be a thing soon here. P- hmm. Xbox has had that for a while. Uh, EA Access gives you access to EA games, uh, mm-hmm. some of them before they launch. And they did release what some post-launch stuff is going to look like for Anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, just some new strongholds and missions and seasons and up all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the complicated uh, Anthem release schedule is co- is uh, starting next week. Yeah, it's just a little disgusting that we need charts to explain when you launch a video game. And like, you know, because we talked about it when we did that radio show of like, yeah, it, it deflates the launch. Yeah, it's like, you know, especially like a, a game like this, it matters the most because it is about that online community community and discovery of stuff within the game yeah shit together shit's gonna get spoiled exactly kind of sucks i'm gonna have to stay off the internet for a whole fucking week because of this yeah but i can't do that because i have other things that i need to do on the internet like Like look up need for speed games (laughs) did you know there are 23 need for speed games I I knew it was a high number. I yeah. knew it was like more than a dozen. The first one was called The Need for Speed 1994 on PS1 Saturn and 3 Need for Speed? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, let's see here. Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit 1998. Some of these I don't even... I've never even heard of. Need for Speed Porsche Unleashed... In 2000, on the PS1, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2 on the PS2. See, I feel like Need for Speed was pretty baller on, like, the PS2 era. Because you had Hot Pursuit 2, Need for Speed Underground, Underground 2, and Need for Speed Most Wanted was the one I've played the most. That game was baller. Um, Need for Speed Carbon, I remember. I played that. Yeah, I liked th- I liked a lot of the customization stuff in Carbon, and you could make cool looking cars. Right. Uh, I don't remember this next one. Need for Speed Pro Street. Oh, it, it was on like 360 PS3. I don't remember that. One. Man, I don't remember that one at all. Need for Speed Undercover. Don't 
don't remember that one. No, I do remember the next one. I didn't play it, but it seemed neat. Need for Speed Shift, which was their take on like Gran Turismo Forza, like simulation racing, mm. but in Need for Speed. Uh, but uh, then, let's see here. Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, they rebooted it then. Shift 2 Unleashed, and Need for Speed, The Run. Both came out in 2011. Great. Because I remember they they wanted to make Shift like its own franchise at that point. Um, what? Need for Speed Most Wanted in 2012? Yeah, I what they, they I think they rebooted most wanted wow i didn't not know that or i don't remember at least there's a wii u version what the fuck need for speed rivals which was the first one ps4 the last one was called need for speed payback god didn't one of them uh, was it was it payback or was it rivals that had that weird fast and furious dlc Probably payback. Okay. Maybe. Are you also potentially thinking of the Forza Horizon 2 Fast and Furious? I know. There was a big, like, Mm -hmm. DLC, like, full-on campaign for But I think there was a need for... No, actually, you're you're right. I was thinking the Forza thing. Yeah. That was actually pretty cool. Well, the thing is, Rivals... Their payback looked like it was going to be a uh, Fast and Furious kind of ripoff thing. Right. I don't know. Because of the way it did its opening yes, cinematics. Correct. With the high, the carjacking thing. Yes. Hmm. Trying. Yeah. I just feel like it's been a really, really fucking long time since Need for Speed has been great. You know? And I don't think Burnout has ever been not great. No. I think every Burnout game is pretty good. Yeah. I, I would I would agree with that. Need for Speed Payback is sitting at a uh, 61 on Metacritic. Uh, Need for Speed at 66. Need for Speed Rivals is at an 80. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Hot Pursuits in an 86. Most Wanted at 82, and I feel like that's a game people really dig. Um, just seen a few more here. Um, Underground 2, is that an 82? Need mm. for Speed The Run, 69. Need for Speed Carbon, 78. Need for Speed Undercover, 65. So Yeah, man. Need for Speed Shift at an 83. Pro Street at a 70. Underground in 82, Underground Rivals 74. Yeah, they'll stop there. But. Yeah. Yeah. If you we'll have see. a need for speed, <laughs> I suggest Gran Turismo or uh, other racing video games. <laughs> yeah. Crash Team Racing is coming out this year. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it is, dude. Uh, you know what Need for Speed reminds me of that I wish we got another one of that you know, Midnight f- Club? Back in the fucking Midnight Club from Rockstar. They were so good. That's and the next Rockstar game. It's not GTA. It's not Bully. It's not Red Dead. <laughs> it's Midnight Club, It's Midnight baby. Club. Yeah. Midnight Club is great. I remember playing the PSP one a lot, and then Midnight Club 3 LA, 
I think it was called. That was pretty rad too. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. That franchise. Yeah. R.I.P. We, any franchise that isn't Red Dead or GTA Rockstar. Yeah. Fuck man. They aren't gonna make anything else. Why would they? Um. But yeah, that's. I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Tyler, what are you looking forward to playing? Um, Kingdom Hearts three. Hopefully, some Apex Legends as well. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I will also be in Apex Legends and probably wrapping up y- Yakuza Kwame too. You know, I never talked about Life is Strange two episode two, and I just played that today. Mm. Fucking shit! I'll, yeah. Hmm. Well, why don't we talk about it next week? I'll talk about that next week. Which, speaking of, we need to give me more time to talk. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Yakuza Kwame two, maybe some Ace Combat five, maybe some more Kerbal. I want to get a satellite around the moon. Ooh. But yeah, should be fun. If you need to contact us for any reason, ask us a question, complain about something we said about the video game you worked on, or whatever, you can do that via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. And Tyler, with that, I believe we are going to say goodbye to the people. So until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Fucking...